0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area, heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real
1: Presence Live. We're your hosts, Brad Gray.
2: And I'm Janine Bitson. And it's been a wonderful morning so far. That
1: is always good. We're
2: so grateful that you've joined us. Uh, We have an incredible listening area and... And we just want to bring the best of the best to you, and I just feel like it's been a a wonderful morning.
1: Yep, absolutely. And we just, our last segment, we were talking about the focus in marriage preparation and how to equip couples to thrive in their marriage. But the reality is anyone who's been married realizes that even with the best of preparation, there's still struggle in marriage. And...
2: Well, there is. Uh, You know, the the world throws us a lot of things and and our own, uh, it could be a a physical ailment, a mental ailment. It could be Mm -hmm. something with a child. It could be severe loss. I mean, there's just all kinds of things. It can also be... Uh, extreme plenty mm-hmm. that can cause problems in marriage. Yep. And and so it's uh, it's always wonderful to visit with people who are in that ministry of helping couples yep. who are struggling.
1: Yep. And our next guests are doing just that. We have Deacon Tim and Kathy Tracy on the line. Good morning to you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for being with us, guys. Um, I, so as we get started, uh, why don't we have you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, Kathy, why don't you go first?
3: Okay. Well, I was raised in California, but my parents grew up in South Dakota and Iowa. Um, when, I, when I graduated from high school, one of my grandparents asked me to come back to South Dakota for college so they could see me before I ended up with my own family, and they assumed I was going to live in California. Mm. So I came back to school here, and I ended up meeting Tim at USD and have stayed here ever since.
1: Awesome.
2: Well, that's wonderful. So are you in the Sioux Falls area then, or where where are you
3: located? We're in Vermilion, South Dakota.
2: Oh, that's what I thought. When you said USDM, I'm like, yeah, Vermilion. <laughs> it's gorgeous there. Uh, yeah, we've been down there for weddings, so just a, a beautiful area, yeah. and uh, so grateful that you're, yeah. you're joining us from there.
1: Yeah. So Deacon Tim, tell us a little bit about yourself.
4: Well, I, I actually grew up in Watertown, South Dakota, uh, in a large family. Uh, there was eight of us and, and two other uh, uh, girls that my parents adopted, so there were ten of us all together. Uh, Kathy and I, as she said, met at the University of South Dakota here in Vermillion. Um, we've been married about 43 years this last May, so working on our 44th year. Uh, we've been blessed. Uh, with three adult children, and uh, they're all married. Uh, uh, it just seems almost unbelievable at this point that we've also been blessed with nine grandchildren. Uh, the youngest is five, and, and the oldest would be 16. Of course, only two of them are princesses, which makes those two really special. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with Kathy's consent, uh, I was ordained to the diaconate in 2012 by Bishop Paul Swain, mm. and then we were assigned to St. Agnes Parish here in Vermilion, and on a diocesan level, um, yeah, we're asked to look at the Retrovite program. Mm. And uh, Kathy and I both work in Vermilion. I work at Sanford Health, and she's an instructor at the University of South Dakota.
1: Okay. So you, you first heard about Retrovite uh, because the diocese had... Uh, pointed you that direction, or or how did you first come come into contact with RetroVie?
4: Well, we first heard of the program while, while I was in uh, Deacon Formation during those four years of formation, and um, given some of our history, which you'll probably ask a little bit mm-hmm. about, uh, that that exposure in our Deacon Formation program led us to look at it more closely. And then when the bishop interviewed uh, me personally, uh, before Nation asked me if there was an area that we were interested in, and we said very much in the areas of family and marriage. Mm-hmm. And so he recommended to us the Retrovi program, which has been a uh, wonderful uh, uh, ministry for both Kathy and I.
2: Well, and in, in a wonderful ministry because with your 44 years, how long have you been helping with Retrovi? I mean, you're saying you're on your 44th year, have you been with RetroVive for how many years?
4: Well, I was actually ordained in two thousand twelve. Okay. So I, right away and, from and, and so from that point forward, so for about the last year, eight years, we've been okay. uh, we've been uh, working in the RetroVive program as a ministry.
2: And that's so beautiful because I'm looking at those beautiful forty four years and all the wealth of knowledge and experience and. And things that you can bring to the table mm-hmm. when you're ministering, you know, through this wonderful program. Um, not necessarily saying this is how I did it, this is how you should do it, but it, it brings alive the realness um, of the journey of marriage. Yeah. And and thank you so much, uh, <clears throat> Deacon Tim and Kathy, for doing this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yes. Deacon
4: Tim. Very and Kathy.
1: much welcome. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious because, you know, Lisa, my wife, Lisa, and I were, um, kind of directed by our Bishop to bring Retrofy into the Fargo diocese. And like you, I had a great interest in, in bringing this, um, both because of my own background, but also our, our current state. So I've been through divorce myself, uh, an annulment and I have two daughters from the first marriage and we have my wife, Lisa and I have five, uh, little kids now. Um, and so, I wanted to be a part of a ministry that was helping to prevent other people from having to go through that same reality that I went through, the, the horror of divorce. Uh, but also, Lisa and I, um, we still had, as, as Janine and I mentioned at the beginning of this, you know, every marriage encounters struggles. Every marriage has its, its difficulties. It doesn't matter how, where you come from or how good your preparation. You're, the, the work of melding two lives together is, is a tough one. Um, we're dealing with uh, not only our own dreams and aspirations and values and all of that, we're dealing with our own sinfulness and the sinfulness of our spouse, and bringing that all together and, and and uniting it is is challenging. What was that like for you guys as you're going through Deacon Formation? Was it something where it's like, we just want to be involved in this, or was it something where you saw there could be value for us personally? Because I would say Lisa and I absolutely have valued, uh, have benefited from our work with Retrovi. I
4: think one of the things that I look at is that I have to look back and see where we were, and early in our marriage and you know 44 years of marriage or 43 anyway at this point uh, brings with it uh, a lot of peaks and a lot of valleys Mm -hmm. Um, and you know we met in college and so one of us had to uh, go to school and one of us had to discontinue going to school and at the same time we had all three of our children before I graduated from college Mm -hmm. and so we were set up very early to have some real struggles uh, in our marriage, uh, you know, uh, following the, you know, college, I went to work as a healthcare administrator and was really trying to establish a career. Uh, Kathy was at home with kids and, uh, you know, wasn't able to continue her education until our kids were uh, into grade school and, and then spent a lot of time away from home. Uh, at the time, she was getting her bachelor's degree and master's degree. So lots of lots of problems with busy life and careers, a lot of distractions, a lot of detractors. And in fact, I would say, you know, for for me, that's where uh, the devil was in full attack mode. Is when we were trying to make our uh, way in this world and and uh, with, without a lot of uh, of uh, guidance. And, Mm-hmm. So for us, it was right before our 24th wedding anniversary that we really were in a in a, in a struggle for our marriage. We asked for the help of uh, Father Guy Gao. I don't know if too many people remember him, but he was the marriage counselor, mm-hmm. and he was uh, then at Blue Cloud Abbey, and he provided us guidance that aligns very well with the retro program, and I really believe that uh, him helping us to... Reestablish our marriage founded in faith and good communications, and making sure that we recognize and recall the vows that we made where marriage has contributed to our 43 years of marriage today.
1: Mm. Kathy, what what was it like for you?
3: Well, it was definitely a whirlwind ride, especially at the very beginning with the kids. Um, Happy to help him get going in his career. It was a struggle going back to school. I I drove two hours to get to the college Mm. um, to take my classes. um, And then that was a struggle coming back. uh, We decided that I would have to move up there Monday through Friday. Well, right there, it was like, as they call it in retrovive, single (laughs) lives. Married single lives, you know, because I was in one place, Tim was in the other. Um, And so through all that we got through that. We didn't realize how many bumps we had hit. We just persevered, but when the kids left and they were gone all our distractions, you know, of of their problems mm-hmm. and our problems kind of hit us in the face.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I want to go into it a little bit more. We're going to have to take a quick break here, but um on the other side of the break, let's let's go into that and and kind of what you guys were encountering and then Uh, where you begin to find some renewal and some hope. Okay? So um, stay with us. We'll be right back with uh, more Real Presence Live right after this.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary.
3: The Mustard Sea Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care.
1: Right, welcome back to uh, Real Presence Live. We're in the final stretch, but we're talking right now with Deacon Tim and Kathy Tracy, and we're talking about the Retribe program. Uh, before we went to break, guys, you were just uh, sharing a little bit of some of the struggles that you were facing uh, when you, in, in your own marriage, when when you kind of um, became into the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So can can you go a little bit more into that, Kathy? You were sharing a little bit uh, as we were going into break.
3: You know, we we ended up more or less living the married single life where I was doing, you know, going after I was done with school, going to my job, um, taking care of the kids and their activities. Tim was um, progressing in his career, and so really, we didn't really notice anything until after the children all graduated from high school and left home,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and then... That's when we noticed that how much we were struggling, mm. um, how we had stopped communicating with each other. We were we had our own kind of like friends, I guess you'd say. Yep.
5: Um,
3: everything was, uh, we did very little together, and we kind of looked at each other and didn't know what to say.
5: Mm.
3: Yeah. The one promise that we did do with each other when we first got married, my parents were in the process of divorce. And we always said we would seek help when the time came. And we did make that promise to each other.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. You know,
3: and that's something that we have expressed to our children also. Yeah. You know, and then when we did go to Father Guy Gao down at the Blue Cloud Abbey, uh, we brought our children in. their own college and sat down with uh, them and Father Guy, and he just explained to them, We all carry baggage. We have to make sure and leave some of that baggage behind
5: Mm -hmm.
3: and not carry it into Mm -hmm. our lives as we progress. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so Tim and I were able to then start talking to each other. Um, It was amazing how he would ask us a question, we would answer individually, and then he'd look at the other one and said, what'd they say? And it's kind of like, "Uh, I don't know, you know. which tells you the communication was totally broken down. Mm.
2: And, and, you know, Kathy, what you're saying is is just so much more common mm-hmm. than people realize. You know, even earlier segments today, we talked about um, the loss of the ability to listen yep. to each other, to have dialogue mm. with each other. You know, in our world today, it's uh, the busyness, the pace, um even even some of the media yep. uh, forums that we're on, it, it's about us. It's not about um, listening to the other person. And so it, it can only directly affect marriages as yeah. well.
3: Yeah. So it brings pain that the other one doesn't even understand what's happening. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, because there's...
3: you're not talking about it. Yeah. You know? Exactly.
1: And then there's always that uh, that facade of we're the good Catholic family, right? That we we shouldn't be having these problems. We don't. You, there's a certain shame that can go with it, where it's like, well, you know, everyone thinks that we're we have it all together, and, and uh, the reality is this is this is just a widespread dynamic within marriage, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, everybody thought my parents had it all together. Mm-hmm. Everybody was shocked, and even us children were shocked, and we were adults. Except for I had a sibling that was 14 years younger than me. But, I mean, now I look back and in retrospect, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they never talked to each other at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they never fought, well, they never fought because they never talked. <laughs>
2: <That's>
5: <laughs> Not a <good> necessarily <laughs> a win there. Well, yeah. and,
2: and you know, I, I, Oh, go ahead, Deacon Tim. I think,
4: one of the, I, I think one of the things that uh, to, to even expand on that a little further is. You know, Kathy and I experienced a lot of pain and hurt and recovery, uh, really a resurrection in our marriage when we were married about 24 years. Mm. When we were called to help with retrovive, I thought that we were so well positioned Mm. uh, to help other people. Um, And so we became involved, and before we uh, consented to help direct the program, I wanted to attend a weekend. Uh, and we didn't attend as a hurting couple. I thought we uh, attended as a very experienced, uh, well-balanced uh, couple who really had everything going from them. And for me, attending that weekend uh, was really the second resurrection of our marriage. Mm-hmm. It was a gift to us from the bishop when he asked us to do that. Uh, we were able to explore. Uh, better and kinder ways to talk and communicate with each other. We were able to do that uh, so that we could explore our hurts and our feelings. We dug a lot deeper. That weekend where you found two married uh, two people who were married for at that time uh, thirty seven or whatever however many years it was, uh, we shared lots of tears and comforts and recognized that the weak, weaknesses and burdens and hurt uh, became even a stronger uh, source of strength and resilience that uh, was really, again, reinforced that it needed to be grounded in our faith and our love and our mutual respect for one another. And so even having been through a, a, a breaking point in our own marriage and having gone and had the most excellent um uh, counselor and Father Guy Gal, by helped us take the next step mm-hmm. uh, all those years later. Uh, and so it was really a gift to us that, you know, we, and every weekend that we do now with, with folks, we continue to go through that reassessment mm-hmm. of how do we communicate? How do we communicate in kinder ways? How do we explore the little hurts now that? So we don't let them become big hurts and mm-hmm. how do we express the way we feel in a non-confrontational, non-judgmental way so that we, we can talk about them without uh, creating any wounds.
2: That, that so, is...
4: Retrovise has been a very good gift for us.
2: That is yeah. so beautiful, too, uh, Deacon Tim and and Kathy. You alluded it to it as well. You know, in communicating, um, you know, men and women they communicate differently. <laughs> they um, women just need to sometimes express how they feel, and and that's uh, and sometimes you know just from experience to be like, well, why. Could you possibly feel that way? Yeah, well, right. it's just men and women feel differently. Yeah, individuals <laughs> you know, we have right. our individual uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Uh, individual women mm-hmm. versus other women feel differently. Yeah. But but there is this, this different... Um, there's a protector mode and then there's a nurturing mode. And sometimes when we're not listening, those don't complement mm-hmm. one another. Do you know what I'm saying? And so it, it's really cool how Retrovi helps to nurture communication skills
3: you know it's true because i'm one of those types of people i'm a helper mm-hmm. so i'm trying to make people happy all the time mm-hmm. and it's a woman that, thing. <laughs> yeah and that will get me in trouble because i'm not expressing my feelings i'm just doing and one thing retrovide doing this every year um, uh, really brings me back to grounded and saying, "Okay, you're going back to your old habits and mm-hmm. not talking. Let's get back and get things moving."
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's such a a beautiful and powerful point, too, Kathy. That um, you know, I think in marriage there can be a tendency sometimes to just say, "I, I give up." You know, not, not necessarily the "I give up" of a divorce. But I give up on hoping for the kind of loving unity that I anticipated when we got married. Like, okay, that's just not a reality. And so I'll just kind of go about living my life and doing my thing and kind of living that married singles life that you talked about where we have our own friends, we do our own things, we kind of uh, we coexist, we're, we're roommates, and, and we, we surrender the ambition the aspiration that I would be married to my best friend, that I would mm-hmm. be sharing life alongside the person that I cherish the most on this planet. And I think that's a that's a tragedy that mm-hmm. um, that we just kind of give up on what marriage is supposed to be, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And and it is. It's that unconditional love. It's that non-judgmental love that your spouse can say how they're feeling or thinking um, without a defensive reaction in return, where there's just a genuine listening and a dialogue to help that uh, the other spouse kind of work through the struggle that they're going through. They can be an advocate rather than, a, you know, why hmm. are you thinking that way? <laughs> yeah. You know, and and that's what's so beautiful about the communication skills that you're talking about.
1: Yeah.
4: You know, like one of the real messages Kathy gave me during our retro by weekend was that uh, she really did want me to listen. She wanted me not to fix. Mm-hmm. And very often, I, you know, I think that's part of what we do is we we skip over listening to what's really going on in people's lives, and we go and we try and do something about it. Uh, uh, and that's not what people are looking for. That's not what your spouse is looking for. Mm-hmm. They're looking for someone who's going to have some compassion and some, uh, some kindness and forgiveness and mercy, and yet we've missed that whole point. All we do is we go direct to, well, let me fix it for you.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, uh, you know, that listening is, you know, communication is two ways. It's a sender and a receiver, and both mm-hmm. of them have equal weight. And so... Uh, to sit and listen is so important.
2: Mm-hmm. And I would almost say like the the receiver listening has even more weight because a lot of times it's just that person being able to talk about how they feel and by the time they get it out, it's like they're going, well, it really wasn't maybe as big a thing mm. as you initially thought, but just somebody listening and being understanding and supportive uh, is all you needed. And and then rather than why are you thinking that way, it, then it grows into something even bigger than the initial feeling, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, um, uh, legitimize that feeling and then it becomes even bigger than it, it should have ever been. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's that receiver. It, it's so important just to hear your spouse out and then you know, just offer your love and support and, you know, how, how can I help? Mm -hmm. And, and it's amazing what can happen.
1: Right. Yeah. Getting back on the same team is a, is a big thing, right? And because a lot of times for us couples, when we go into retrofit or just you find ourselves in different points of marriage, we, we seem to be on opposite sides of the field. Um, and one trying to get past the other one to, to score, you know, to, to win. Yeah, it's not um, a competition. And, yeah. and uh, that, it's not something I don't think people consciously choose. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a dynamic that kind of uh, organically develops, um, especially if we're not attentive to that. Um, and so th- I think that's one of the beautiful things I, I know for Lisa and me is just been the ability to come on the same team. And, and even if there's, you know, particular struggles that one or the other of us is dealing with, uh, to be able to, to respond to that as a team instead of you know one kind of evaluating the other in terms of how they're doing in, in response to that. Um, Kathy, I was going to ask you, um, so Deacon Tim had talked about kind of a second resurrection, this experience of Retrovai as a second resurrection. What was that like for you?
3: Um, it was a real eye-opener. I mean, God works in mysterious ways. Um, I guess going through Retrovai, you know, Father Guy Gal pointed out that um, um, I needed to express more and better. It wasn't until retrovi really. I thought I was doing a good job, but retrovi really taught me how to do it. Mm. And now Tim and I, when I start clamming, you know, clamming down and not really talking or sharing a lot, Tim will say, you know, I, I think we need to start visiting more. And
5: mm-hmm.
3: he goes, I'm noticing you're getting quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? And so we can find those signs now with each other to help us through and to get that communication. It's just an absolutely wonderful. Um, like I said, God works in mysterious ways. If you think you shouldn't be going, you probably should be going.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And and when you think of the sacrament of marriage, what's so beautiful, it, it's You go back to Genesis, I mean, and you think about the institution of marriage and how we are called in marriage to help lead our spouse to heaven. And it's so cool because when we are on the same team in our marriage, that's a lot easier done. But then, even when you look at the broader church, when our Catholic church is lacking unity or listening or ability, um, whether it's in your parish or it's uh, the, the solidarity of the church as a whole, those things affect our relationships as well. So, if we can get the marriage team right, mm-hmm. it certainly mm-hmm. is going to help to get our parish team right and then ultimately our. You know, Universal Church, right? It, it's just foundational. It's so important.
1: Yeah, Kathy. There's something that you said that I that really hit me. Um, where you said, if you if you think you shouldn't be going, you should probably be going. And I, I think that's such in my experience working with Retrovia these last four years now, um, that that's been one of the things that I've seen is is couples kind of feeling either that well, we're not really that bad. We're not bad enough to have to go to retrovie, or a couple saying that we're too far gone, where that's not actually going to help. And I'd say both of those are false in my experience. What what, what have you guys found?
3: I find the more I fight to go somewhere, the more I need to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, in my own mind, um, I'm, I'm trying to avoid something. I'm trying to stay away from something because I don't want it to come, you know, I don't wanna come face to face to whatever problem it is because mm-hmm. it's a problem apparently. And I've always felt so much better and Tim's always helped me get there. When I when I'm basically kicking and screaming, No, 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 um, he manages to get me out the door and to get me to whatever it is I'm trying to avoid. Once I get there, man, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's if it's retro-vi, if it's uh post meetings, you know, um, I find once I get there, boy, did I need this. This mm-hmm. was really, really important. Yep,
1: yeah. yep.
4: Yeah. You know, I think it's like I said earlier, you know, Kathy and I went through our first by weekend, and I was of the opinion that we had it all figured out, and it was only in going that we discovered that, geez, there was a lot uh, more that we could do to enhance our relationship. And um, I've often said that, you know, retrovise shouldn't be for hurting marriages. It should be for all marriages
5: mm-hmm. uh,
4: yeah. because it it teaches a foundational um, uh, ability to communicate with with each other in loving, kind, and uh, in compassionate ways, where we don't hurt and we respect one another. Yeah. Um, and so, it's it's, it's it, it retrovise for. It, it's not just for hurting marriages, in my in my experience.
1: Yeah, I agree, and uh, I think one of the things that uh, Kathy you were you're pointing to is, and, and one of the things that I found in my work with Retrovi has been that there absolutely is an enemy of our marriage, and he works very very hard to try to break them down. And I'm convinced, uh, kind of in my own uh, reflections, that that. At the heart of that is the reality that marriage is the prime image of the Trinity right. in, in the world, in creation. And the devil knows that he can't take down the Trinity, so the next best thing is to deface his image in creation. So he works like mad to tear marriages apart, and our marriages matter. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it is something where we, we need to be uh, intentional about that. We also need to be aware that there are forces that want to prevent us from seeking that healing. And I just want to we're coming to the end of the, the segment here, but I do want to mention that there is a retro weekend coming up in the Fargo area on October 2nd through the 4th. You guys are gonna be having another one uh in the spring, right? Down in the Sioux Falls area. Yeah, in March. In March, okay. Um so people if they want to find out more about upcoming weekends, they can do that by going to helpourmarriage.org and there's a find locations near you button that people can click on. Uh Deacon Tim and Kathy, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you for the work that you guys are doing with the Retribe program there in the Sioux Falls area.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, just a beautiful conversation with. A, I, I can tell a beautiful couple. Yeah. Um, you have seen a lot, and and you're helping to share your experience and 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 continue to grow uh, with our Lord, and how you share it.
4: Yes, thank we you. Very much appreciate the opportunity to share our story. Because uh, uh, as we come together with other couples, it's our shared stories that make us all
1: stronger. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. And I'm particularly grateful to you guys because Lisa and I went through our first weekend down in Sioux Falls um, when we were learning how to bring Retrovite to this area. So it's it's your program that really spawned ours. So thank you for that.
4: Thank yeah, you. Bet. Well, God bless you both. Thank you for having us on.
1: God bless you guys. Thank you. Have I look a forward wonderful to seeing day. See you again yep. in the future. All right. Well, you guys take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. All right, Eli. We've come to the end, but there's more to come, right? There is. There's so much more to come. We had a great show today. Got another great one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Richard Kunst and Cindy Jennings, coming to you from St. James Church in Duluth, Minnesota. They'll start off the show with a special guest about proving the existence of God from a scientific perspective. Hmm. Then at 9:30 Central, make sure you get your questions ready for Father Kunst because it's going to be straight talk with Father Richard Kunst. He'll be answering your questions on the faith or really anything. You can call in at 877-795-0122 for that. Then John DeSanto will uh, will uh, guide us through the fascinating history of the Glensheen Mansion. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's going to be right here tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, on the Real Presence Radio Network. Very cool. Thanks, Eli. Well, that was uh, that was a fabulous show.
2: Yeah, it, it's just, uh, you know, you're so right. I mm-hmm. mean, when you think of the evil one, and yes. and we knew this oh, uh, from Fatima. I've seen uh, it so much yeah. with Retrovi,
1: especially. He hates marriage. Yeah. The devil hates marriage.
2: And, and it is. It's foundational to mm-hmm. our church. It's... Uh, you know, the relationship that God has in the Trinity uh, is the relation He wants us to have in yep. marriage, which is the relation He wants our church to have with Him. It's just all points to heaven. Yep. It all points to bringing holy souls to heaven. Absolutely, uh, Strong marriages are vital, and it is under attack.
1: Yeah, so I, I would like to encourage our listeners, too, that if you think that you could benefit from retrovite in your own marriage, there's some areas that you could strengthen and mm-hmm. grow in your ability to communicate, to connect, or if you just feel like the ship has sailed. I We've had couples that have been divorced for five years go through the Retrified Program and find renewal. So um, you can check out helpourmarriage.org and find a location. If you plug uh, North Dakota into the state field, it'll bring up the, the registration contact information. So
2: Well, and thank you, Brad, for all your work in that area uh, as well.
1: It is a privilege. So,
2: uh, well, We are just so grateful to our whole listening area for joining us today on Real Presence Live. Tune in tomorrow and have a wonderful Monday.
1: All praise and glory to God. We look forward to seeing you guys next time.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.